guess what? You're good looking. You're successful. Yeah. And you're smart. And that's why you're listening to MTMV Sports. Keep it locked. I don't do the most, but I do a lot. I'ma make a toast, cause we still alive. No big, I feel like Pac. I shoot a shot. I'm coming in hot. Thank y'all so much for joining us today. We're geeked to be joined today by the entire MTNV crew. And look, the whole crew is here in the building tonight. I'm so geeked about this, y'all. Let's let's get it cracking. We got so much stuff to talk about. Let me hear from everybody. The Voice, how you doing today, sir? What's good, everybody? It's your man, the myth, the legend, the voice. Smash, man. That's what's up. Jay, let me hear you. What's up, y'all? How you guys doing? Jay Stevens, happy to be back with you guys this evening. I see you. I see you with your new background logo. That's what's up. Miles, where you at, brother? i up every now and then. <laughs> <laughs> what's, going on, family? what's going on, family? It's your boy, Miles, man, checking in hard in the paint. How you feeling? I feel you. I feel you. What's up, Will Smith? What's good, sir? What up, what up? It's Will Smith with Red and Bold, your MTNV Sports correspondent for your Super Bowl champion, Kansas City football. Cheers. Oh, I can't I wait till the season guys. starts. God. Oh, oh, you don't want the season start. Oh, I do. <laughs> <laughs> JT, what's good, sir? How you doing, man? What's up, man? It's your favorite cousin's cousin, your favorite auntie's nephew, man. Your boy JT, man. We in the building. That's what's good, man. You How you doing, Fedora? <laughs> I'm good. How you guys doing? Doing super well, awesome. doing super well. Um, what's good, Conrad? Connie Westside, how you doing, sir? Hey, what's up, everybody? It's your auntie's sister's boyfriend, Connie Westside, part of what? the Kansas Connect crew. Take it a whole other level. And, and the other part Jeez. of Hard in the Paint. Don't even, bro. Kicked out of that one. Ain't nobody boyfriend. Chill out. You said it's your auntie. <laughs> Man, I'm I'm glad you're in a relationship. Anyway, so um <laughs> let's go. <laughs> Let's go, guys. And so, look, honestly, man, the, the entire country has been under, like, a lot of unrest this entire week. And, um, and, look, this is actually a really good time for us to come together and to be talking, to support one another, to, to kind of get everybody's spirits back up. It's been a tumultuous, like, 72 hours, right? It's been crazy. We've seen cities burn. We've seen people, you know, flipping over cars. We've seen Atlanta um, under attack and under siege. We've seen Minneapolis under siege, right? Uh, and so much stuff has been going on. There's been a lot of protests um, behind what's ha- uh, what happened in Minneapolis with um, the, the late George Floyd. And so, I mean, honestly, a lot of athletes have been coming out too. A lot of athletes have been speaking out. Um, one being Steven Jackson, who was his twin, right? And they had a relationship. He spoke out. He wanted to make sure that people didn't defame his character as that's one of the things that happens in these type of situations. So he wanted to make sure that people did not um, defame his character, tell people who he was and how he was, and, and like outright call you know, this murder and say what it was. And so if you watch the video, you've seen the tapes, and, and now the report has come out. We all know what happened. We saw it. We saw exactly what happened. And the country has been in outrage because of it. Michael Jordan recently released a statement. And here's what his statement reads. He says, I'm deeply saddened, truly pained, and plain angry 
I see and feel everyone's pain, outrage, and frustration. I stand with those who are calling out the ingrained racism and violence towards people of color in our country. We have had enough. I don't have the answers, but our collective voices show strength and the inability to be divided by others. We must listen to each other, show compassion and empathy, and never turn our backs on senseless brutality. We need to continue peaceful expressions against injustice and demand accountability. Our unified voice needs to be needs to put pressure on our leaders to change our laws or else we need to use our vote to create systematic change. Every one of us needs to be a part of the solution and we must work together to ensure justice for all. My heart goes out to the family of George Floyd and to the countless others whose lives have been brutally and senselessly taken through acts of racism and injustice. That's a statement from Michael Jordan. Um, my, my question to you all, we've seen um, we heard Jordan's statement just now. We've seen Stephen Jackson come out and, and be very vocal about what's going on. We've also seen athletes like Jalen Brown drive 15 hours from his hometown to, well, actually from in Boston to come down to Atlanta, to his hometown, to lead marches, to make sure that the voice, the collective voice is heard. My question to you all is how will the involvement and the active voice of these sports figures help in the cause for equality? Jay Stevens. I think that their voice um, being utilized in this way, not so much as speaking out. I love Jordan Statement and other coaches, GMs, owners, organizations. They, they spoke out as well. But not just the voice of speaking, but the voice of action. And where you see guys like Jalen Brown, um, you see a Mark Cuban out there in the thick of things with the people. And they're not just saying it as they're not just saying, yes, I'm with you. They're showing that I am hand in hand, foot in foot. Where you go, I will go to help stop this injustice. And so I do believe their voice will be able to help things. And I do believe that their action, more than their voice, will help people realize that action needs to be taken place. But it all starts, we all can do our part to stop this injustice here in our country. I love it. Um, let's open up the floor, man. Um, fellas, how are y'all feeling about this topic? Well, how are you feeling just for you, right? And then outside of that, how do you think that the collective voice of these sports figures will help out the cause? Um, I can say um, I like how Carson Wentz came out, and um, especially with Tom and all them. Um, even Mike and Mike in the morning, how they are talking about it, um, it, it for some reason I think this one feels a little bit different, man. They it hit them a little bit harder than any of the other things that happened, man. You know, they, they talked about it and it was around the clock. Now, you know, the crazy thing is the difference is they don't have sports distracting them. So um usually you can go, Oh, the sports is distracting me, I didn't hear about it, blah, blah, blah. I was too busy in this game. Now and I and I love and it's crazy how God works for certain things to happen. Um, like this country needed to be on a standstill in order to see the true injustice that literally happened. And when when we all had a chance to look at our TVs, look at computers, look at our phones and see that this young man had got killed brutally by a by a man that 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 literally took his power to his head. And it and it it's sickening. It it makes me almost scared as a black man to uh to continue just walking through through my city, even though like you know, I you know, I haven't you know felt that 
you know, a long time since I moved from my hometown. But oh my God, it still it still scares me because I you know I don't know if I'm good enough. Um, is there something about me? It makes me question. And the fact that you know God set it up so perfectly for all of us to see. I mean, the whole world. He had to stop the world in order for us to see this. Um, it's great, and I you know, and I love what God's doing, and I, I love how He's moving. So we can move and, and and we can share his message. We can share the injustice that he had to uh, to come across to get to the cross in order for us to have redemption in him. And I'm you know I'm just I'm just glad to uh, I'm sorry I'm just glad to be a representation of Christ right now. Um, and I'm glad that we are uh, we are on this uh, this platform to share his message to let people know that. Um, that through these times we can all sit together and we all go to the cross together and be at his feet together and we can surrender together. Love it. Love it. Jay Stevens, you got your hand up. Talk to me, sir. Yeah. It's um, what there's been a beautiful thing and an ugly thing of the weekend. There's so many peaceful protests that aren't getting, I think talked about enough because the ugly, the 1% of those that are rioting and looting, they're getting a lot of the attention. But let's talk about that beautiful thing real quick. There are a lot of people out there that are sticking together that have already, they're not part of the, the bad side. They've never been a part of the bad side, but they're sticking up more and they're speaking up more and they're utilizing their voice more and sometimes their action more to say, hey, yes, I know this is wrong. I'm not a part of the problem, but I will stand with you. I will help help the generations to come, the generations that are here to stop this thing, get to nip it in the bud. That's what's beautiful. I have had numerous white people that have been checking on me um, that have just been saying, hey, man, are you okay? The close friends that I have, I don't let everybody get in my inner circle, but the close ones that I've had that have known just the struggles that I've had watching my city be destroyed and my city be looted and my city, the people that live here in Indianapolis, Indiana, where people are coming in and destroying restaurants, destroying CVSs, um, destroying monuments that have been here in my city. And people have known, yeah, Jay is struggling, but they're, even though Jay's struggling, they're still saying, hey, that's my boy, that's my buddy, I care. And they're checking in, not just on me, but on other people. Not only are they speaking up and saying, no, this is wrong, but they're showing in actions and ways that are behind the scenes that yes, it's wrong and I'm still going to be there, not just to stop what's wrong, stop the injustice, but still be there to be a good friend and a good, uh, a good person to have in someone's life. So man, it's been beautiful in my eyes to see so many people, not just in America. I have seen marches in New Zealand, the people marching in the streets, just saying a hey, black lives matter. I know that we're all black men here and in Venora, a black young lady. Um, but it's not just about us. This injustice, it's about a lot of people, but people are using us to riot and the loot and say, oh, this is in your name. Nah, nah, bro. That's not on us. That's not on us at all. Yeah, we're, we're mad. We're angry. We're frustrated with how we get treated. But, man, no matter, y'all can, y'all can do all the stuff you want to, to try and tear our name down. There's people that know us and know what we stand for. Thank you. Talk to me, voice. Yeah, really quickly on that, I think that's one of the positive things overall that's come out about this is that we're seeing firsthand that much of the looting and the inciting, it's not the it's not the the community that's truly impacted by the the wrong that's been done. We see many different videos and things out, and I'm glad that that's out there. 
Um, I think one of the reasons this one hit a bit differently is that unlike Rodney King, where you saw the beating take place, you literally saw them killing this man. Yeah. And it made it harder to deny that it was happening because you saw that action take place. So it, it's giving a much louder sound to the collective voice. Love it. JT, talk to me, sir. Yeah, I kind of want to piggyback on what Jay said. Um, hearing that Atlanta, man, it kind of sort of was a different vibe. So it started off real peaceful. You know what I'm saying? Like, they was marching down Decatur and, and Peachtree, you know what I'm saying, going to the Capitol. But then all of a sudden, you hear people breaking into Lennox Mall, like, uh, breaking into to, uh, Target, different stores. And from the video, it's like, bro, were y'all really downtown marching or protesting for the right cause? Are y'all really, like, what's your what's your purpose behind breaking into these stores? And you know what I'm saying? It is, I, I'm really proud of what Killer Mike did. Killer Mike stepped up and, and he 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 kind of sort of gave a plan. Like he said, bring back the community uh, voice. I think it's like community community uh, council to where they can have a, a open voice. You know what I'm saying? It, it yeah. won't, it's going to take other than just athletes to do this. It's going to take uh, music figures to do this as well because they are voices of Atlanta. T.I., Killer Mike, Outkast, they are very stronghold voices here. And it's just like we as people, man, we got to take heed to this. This is if we want the injustice to stop, we can't give the police the reason to come and arrest us. We can't give them the reason to come and question us. We just got to do the right thing. All right, Venor. Th thank you, JT. Talk to me, Venor. Okay, I have two things to say. One, I'm tired. I'm exhausted from everything. As the only Black woman on this panel, it's my job to look after my fellow Black men. That's my job. My babies, my men, my boyfriends, my husbands, my, you know, it's our job. And they were tired. I've seen so many videos from my own friend getting killed by the police to now a young man doing nothing, yeah. being killed by the police. I'm just, I'm happy the world's finally waking up. I'm happy to see that people are, are finally outraged because we've been outraged for years and years and years, and it's exhausting, exhausting. I work in downtown DC, right in the financial district, right next to Gucci, Prada, yeah. Dior, Louis, and those stores destroyed. I can't go to my office if I wanted to. They're destroyed. They're attached to my building at work, I can't go in, because they're boarded up. And I'm sick, I'm tired, because the narratives that are being spun out here aren't even true. It's not even us destroying everything. That's the crazy part that they're trying to not show you. I saw videos after videos after videos. I see it myself. People of different races smashing stuff, but they all blame it on Black Lives Matter. It's exhausting. Right. That part. That part. And it's just, it's, it's too much. It gets to a point when you just like, you have to break, destroy things. You got burned down the police station. You got to do all these things because no one's listening. We march and we march calmly. We out here trying to do good. Next thing you know, I see police officers kicking young women in the face, punching young black men in the face who are just standing there talking to you, arresting them for talking. I'm tired. 
and the, there's something has to be done with the law enforcement. They're stepping out of the spot, the place they're supposed to be. They don't protect nobody but themselves, and unfortunately, the other race. That's what they do. There's so many examples of when I've seen protesters, myself, that are Caucasian, screaming, looting, and being violent, but you went and tackled the young black man with a sign with a kid in his hand. Right. You walked past him to do that. I'm tired. I got a question for y'all. Um, we're supposed to end the segment right here, but I do have this oh, next man, question. Can I speak? Can I get some? Yeah, yeah, you can. Cause um, what we, I gotta ask this question, y'all. Um, so it's 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 along the same topic. It's not it's not away from it yet. Um, and I, I voice hope stay with me for a second. Um, so here, what happened is you guys know, and you mentioned this for Nora that we marched peacefully, right? We know Kaepernick had his stance. He had a very peaceful stance, just kneel, right? Kneel during the flag because he needed he wanted to make a statement that was met with a ton of outrage. Um, the NFL just recently put out a statement from by Roger Goodell um, stating his outrage and stating the fact that he, you know, um, didn't approve of these injustices, right? Um, and Jackson spoke on that. So Stephen Jackson had this to say about it. He said, man, that's so fake. Um, it's so fake. Why, why even do it? We know it's not real. We know it's not real. You're making yourself look bad. That's one of those, situ- those situations where um, they shouldn't even say nothing. If anything, they need to apologize to Colin Kaepernick. If they're going to respond on this type of stuff, start it off with an apology to Kaepernick, then maybe we'll accept it. Do you believe mm-hmm. in your estimation, and we can start off with Will here, do you believe, um, give me five minutes, voice. Um, do you believe in your estimation that the NFL needs to apologize to Colin Kaepernick um, before they move forward with, with you know, any statements? Um, they definitely need to. That's one thing they need to do. Um, and then <clears throat> not just for uh, publicity's sake, but make sure that's a, a genuine <laughs> apology. And um, I know, give that man some back pay or something. I mean, this, even though he got, they went to court and he got, you know, saying a certain amount of money, it's like he was blackballed from the league. And that's why, I mean, I agree with Steven Jackson. It, it rings hollow and it seems very fake because you already showed us who you were and what, and what your position was when you didn't allow Colin Kaepernick back in the league. And basically you and the other owners colluded to say like, nah, we're not going to let him play and made him look like he was a bad person. Yeah. And now it just rings hollow and it seems fake. And uh, what I want to say, man, is I'm just like, I've been like, it's just a range of emotions from hurt um, to anger to um, just wondering like, why, like, why do they hate us so much? Like, and to me, I just, I don't understand it just because a, a person's skin is color is different. Like it's, it's, it's stupid to me. <laughs> I don't get it. Um, we've been going through it for hundreds of years. And uh, we we are like Venora said, like we're tired. Like we see the same thing. We, you know, it's happened before, and then we 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 march, we protest, and then it dies down because you know nothing nothing that we see on camera. It's been going on before. It's been getting on camera. Like I have personal experiences in my own life where I think back, like man, I'm lucky to be alive right now because I got beat down by a SWAT team before I've been in the wrong place, wrong time. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I mean, and I've experienced it from just police officers where they didn't want us in certain areas of the town. 
And when we walking through this area, and I'll say you up in Kansas City, Westport area, people know what I'm talking about, Westport. <laughs> and you just walking through and they would say stuff to try just to try to get a rise out of us because they knew certain things, you know what I'm saying, would kind of tick a black man off. And so, but we had to like continue walking, even though it would anger us, we couldn't feed into it. But it's it's just hurtful, man. And it's like I really had to ground myself and like read like scripture. Um, because the word says, be angry and do not sin and vengeance is mine, says the Lord. And I'm just like trusting in God and I'm praying like God heal this nation because that's the only thing that's going to heal it is love. Like we have to, Tyler Perry made a great point. He posted and he said, we're only 12 to 14% of America as African-Americans. Like we need other people other than ourselves to stand up. Um, other minorities and white people in positions of power like myself to come together and stand up and say no more. Like, I'm wondering, like, how can we get this president in peace? Because his leadership is just horrible, and he's fueling fire. And the things that he's saying is just, like, you're focusing on the effect versus the cause. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, there's some people that may be looting, but there are peaceful protests, but we're not, it's not mobs, it's not thugs, it's angry, hurt people. And some people don't know how to respond to that and handle that anger. You know what I'm saying? And so it's like you dismissing the whole fact that a man was just murdered by a police officer. In front That's of because he's nasty. <laughs> and so, and then you, and then he stands up and holds a Bible. I don't know if y'all saw this on CNN. He had there was a peaceful protest, and they said on CNN, "This is real time." He's saying we are allies of protesters. And as he was saying that in Washington, right by the White House, mm-hmm. he was having police have this peaceful protest removed so he could walk into this church, hold a Bible, and posture and take photos. Like, bro, open that Bible and read. Like, ask God into your heart so you can get some wisdom on how to lead this country. You know what I'm saying? He's nasty. <laughs> devilish. Talking about devilish. Yeah, man. It's like it's like I don't understand how this man is still in in, in president as position of power. And and it's not just him. We have it's just like it is systemic. It's like all through our judicial system, you see the African American men and minorities get get higher, um, get more time for certain charges and and and, yeah. and um you know, felonies or, you know, just certain crimes. Like, we get a lot more time than than a, than a white guy would. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it's just, like, it's it's we have to take advantage of voting. Can we get people better in, in, in local government, state government, federal government? We need to learn how the system works. I can't, I can't lie and say that I know how everything works locally in my government, but I do want to find out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, definitely. So it's just things like that, man. It's a lot, man. It's, it's hurtful, but I know, I know that we need Christ as the center of, of everything. He's what we need. And God is like kind of showing us where, who we are, where we think we're this great, you know, everything's cool. Like, uh, <laughs> man, thank sure. you. I, look, I appreciate that y'all. Um, we're about to hop into our next topic. We're going we're gonna to have to move on guys. Um, but listen, right here is, is kind of the heart of it. I'll say that, right? Like we're, we're right in the heart of it. I completely understand why all of us, right? Why we're all feeling how we're feeling, hurt, disgusted, dismayed, right? Confused because we don't know what it is that, that makes you hate us so much. I don't, we don't get it. It's, it, it doesn't make sense. Um, and, and why do you hate us so much and love our culture so much? Yes. Right? Like, <laughs> I was just thinking the same um, thing. Like hate us so much, but you show love the way we dress and the way we sing and the way we dance and the way we rap and the way we talk and the, and the way we move and, and all baskets. that stuff. Yeah, and the just way entertainers. That's all. It's, it's all about. <laughs> we entertain them. 
-hmm. if, and it's all about power. If uh, yes, I, I love the things that you bring to me to entertain, as Renora said, but the bottom line, as far as things are concerned, is I want to maintain a certain power structure no, and historically and systemically. That's it. The way that our country was formed and shaped mm -hmm. was maintaining power over our ancestors. And 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 let me let me say this, man. Um, and you mentioned this, Will, and and I think Jay mentioned it as well. And this will be my final statement. Um, I do want to say for the people who are, because actually. All right, so yesterday I went downtown to see one of these protests, right, to, to kind of get involved and show my support. Um, I just wanted to see kind of what, what it was like, like, what was actually happening, what was going on. And there were a lot of, there were a lot of people who were there, a lot of, um, uh, there were a lot of white people who were there, a lot of, you know, Indian people there, Spanish people there. It was a diverse crowd. And there were people yeah. there supporting the cause, right? There were people there who, uh, there were some Christian hip-hop artists there as well. I, I mean, and they were they were out there. R. Swift, um, you know, Michael V. Right? Um, they were out there, and the reason they were out there. And honestly, man, while I was out there, I wasn't frantic or doing much. I'm I'm really just there because God told me to walk, so I went to go walk, right? And so uh, while while I'm there, though, what what I did notice is that it's not just us. It's a it's a diverse crowd, and they were people who are not agitators, not people who are not you know messing up buildings and all that kind of stuff, who are using their time, their efforts, and their you know their talent to yeah. our, our and their privilege i'll say to stand in the front of the line sure. to make to to make um, a statement and so that's happening y'all um yeah. and so there i don't i don't know if there's park and let me say at the same time there were some cops who came over somebody was really sick and some cops came out of their car came over and gave them food and beverage you know what i mean like so I, we understand 100 percent. every we know that all cops aren't bad mm. right we understand mm -hmm. that. That's not that's not even a thing. But the ones that are are really messing it up for the ones who aren't. Yeah. So all right, y'all. So uh -huh. anyway, guys, we're gonna we're gonna take a small break here. We'll be right back after this. Yo, welcome back. Now we're about to talk about look, there's a there's a fight that's supposed to be coming. Um, and we're still waiting for like official confirmation of this fight. We're still waiting to see for sure. But Briggs has come out and said that this is happening. This Shannon Briggs versus Mike Tyson fight. Let's let's read you a little bit of the Taylor tape so you understand kind of what we're about to get ourselves into. Mike Tyson at 53. Now, if you watch Mike Tyson, if you saw his picture from 2009 to this year, it's different. Your boy is ripped now. Like, like <laughs> he found his six-pack um, and he's found his muscles. He's ready to rock and he's excited. <laughs> he said his ego has come back and he's ready. He's ready to get engaged, right? Um, so you're looking at a 53-year-old Mike Tyson. You know um, he's had 58 fights, 50 wins, only six losses, 44 knockouts. He stands at 5'10". Um, and you know he's won WBC, WBA, IBF, um, Ring Magazine titles. You've seen his whole situation. We've seen his whole story play out. The unknown here for most is Shannon Briggs. But let me tell you a little bit about him. He's ripped too. But he's a ripped 48-year-old. He's a 48-year-old fighter with 68 fights, 10 more fights than Mike, 10 more wins than Mike at 60, with only six losses as well. He stands at six foot four with 53 knockouts, which is still nine more than Mike Tyson. He's held the WBO title. Um, and 
they call him the cannon. If you look at Shannon Briggs, you see him. Um, you, you see, no, this ain't no Nick Cannon situation. <laughs> this brother is for real. Um, but the question is, it's still a fair one, and we must ask it, right? How will Mike Tyson? You've seen the recent stuff of Mike Tyson. We we've talked about Tyson lately. You've seen him throwing punches. You've seen him, you know, really showing people what he got. Let's ask this question. We'll start off with the voice. How will Mike Tyson fare against Shannon Briggs? Okay, Tyson's look good hitting pads, and anyone hitting something that doesn't move, yeah, you're, you're going to look good if you got skills, and we know that Tyson has skills. Bruce Lee said, you know, okay, you're breaking board, board don't hit back. That's the problem. When somebody's hitting back, it's a whole different situation. Now, granted, He's hitting pads. He's doing it with a MMA coach, not a boxing coach, an MMA coach. And on top of all that, let's not forget what happened the last time he fought. Tyson fought once a year from 01 to 05, going two and three during that time with two straight losses to close things out against Danny Williams and Kevin McBride. You all know them, right? No, you don't. But that's the <laughs> level of competition that he was losing to. And that was 15 years ago. 15. Shannon Briggs' last loss 10 years ago, five years after Tyson's retirement, went on to knock out nine other opponents, and he only retired four years ago and has stayed in shape, unlike Tyson, who's back in shape now. But he also, uh, as Will's picture shows, uh, you know, he, he's doing very well in the marijuana business and <laughs> you know he, he's he's doing that and tyson fights best when he's angry he owns a very successful marijuana business and partakes of it quite often the man's not angry let's well, talk let me stop you right there let's, wait wait let's talk will smith will smith has a hands up talk to me will uh... first of all don't ever disrespect mike tyson like that He's going to murder him. <laughs> Mike Tyson is a legitimate champion, and he's going to win that fight. You know why? Because he's wiser. He's older, and he's wiser. That's all I got to say. <laughs> talk, talk to me, Westside. <laughs> no, no lie. No lie. I'm with, I, I am with, um, I'm with the voice on this one. Oh, man. Gotta... Like, you can think about it. Like, I mean, he cannot beat any of us up. He will beat me up. He will beat you up. He'll beat any of us up. Right hey, now. Briggs. He won't touch me. Huh? <laughs> I'll be the homie. We won't touch Facts. you. Facts. Facts. He won't touch you. What you need, Tyson? He won't touch you. <laughs> but, but Tyson will come up. And say, come here. Put, put him up. Put him up. And we and we won't have no chance. Up, but if he gets into a ring, if, we get, if he gets into a ring with anybody right now, he will get destroyed. I'm sorry. Destroyed. He, he, okay, he won't get destroyed, but he'll get he'll, he'll get touched up. And like Man, and like I said, I got that. Any, bro, but anybody it, it, can it look, takes one. Look, it takes anybody one. can look. I'm sorry. Anybody can look good, you know, facing someone that's not fighting back. Anybody can look good throwing some punches. Anybody. Every boxer looks good just throwing plain punches. You look good you with every, plain punches? No, I don't. I don't look sick. at it. I, I <laughs> yes, look I do. sick. Yes, I do. I look sick. I look sick when I throw it. I look ferocious. I think it just takes. I think it takes one. I think even. I think regardless of what they're going back Kevin and forth, McBride, Tyson takes one. Danny Williams. We, we takes one. We Kevin get McBride, it. We get Danny it. Danny Williams. 
we get it. Fifteen years ago, we get it. Well, are you talking about today, or are we just are we just focused on fifteen years? I, I'm talking because that's, I'm talking that's about cool. today because fifteen years ago, that one you talked about, yeah, he couldn't land. Now oh, we're adding, we're compounding it with time and deterioration. So yeah, Mike no. Tyson is hungry. <laughs> so are we just are we just saying no matter who he gets in the ring with, he'd lose? No, is that, is that what saying that? We're just saying against Bridge. Like he trying to say to Mandalay Silva mm -hmm. have also stated that they've received uh, inquiries about it. Tyson Fury also received an inquiry about it. Uh, I'm not saying that everyone he fought or that would be put in there that he would lose to, but people with skill, yeah. So Briggs, I just want Briggs. He's losing to Briggs. Yeah. Okay. Dang, you act like Mike Tyson never had no skills whatsoever. No, not, <laughs> not saying that. But yeah, whenever well, he faced someone with boxing skill, he hasn't fared with. He ain't beat no boxers out of all them knockouts. They wasn't none of them was boxers. Forty-four. But none of them. Okay, let, okay. Let me rephrase. None of them was boxers since the demise. Since since the the veil was was torn or <laughs> the facade was cracked. Dude said the bell was told. <laughs> since the, since hey, the facade hey, was biblical right. now. Go get okay, your Bible. Go get, Bible. Bible. <laughs> get your Bible. <laughs> if you don't get that reference, go grab a Bible. He preaching now. I love it. Since the veil was torn. Go ahead, brother. No, I'm, I'm down. Oh, wait. You just going to end with since the <laughs> veil was <done>. torn? <laughs> since the facade was cracked, he's not beat a boxer. People aren't scared of him anymore. That was his greatest asset. And once that was taken away, so was uh, the man, the myth, the legend that was. Oh, so he should ignite now. <laughs> so, so if Tyson connects with Briggs at all during that Nobody's fight, scared no are you more. saying this? He just, you're saying basically he has no chance whatsoever. That's what I'm not saying he has no chance, but the chances are slim to none. Let me ask this slim question. Slim to none. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm a wrap up. I just want to know. Um, let me let me ask Venora. Venora, if um. If Tyson wins, would you be impressed? See? I'd be like, okay. All right, 53. <laughs> I'm here for it. You're going to with the ones in. Okay, okay. I'm not going to play with you. If he wins, I want, I want <laughs> boys to he's come on here and say you wrong. <laughs> That's what I want. The first episode after Tyson. If Tyson wins, the first episode, boys got to come on and say he was completely wrong. You two. You too, Connie. I have no problem stating when I'm wrong. Yeah, me either. Well, I do, but no, I know you do. So let's get this. Okay, now you voice. All right, y'all. All right, y'all. Thank y'all. Look, we're gonna take another break here. Right after this, we're gonna hop into spicy talk. It's one of our favorite segments, man. Where we grade the debate and figure out who wins. Last week, well, not last week, the week before last, JT led his team to a comeback victory in the final moment. He led the team. Let's see. Yes, yes. Let them. You said led back. to a comeback. Yeah, it led to a comeback. That means they were losing at first, and his his so, points got him over the edge. Hey, Rick, might I add it was three against two. Me and Miles was by ourselves. We was going to win that thing, but you gave JT the last word, even though we were outnumbered. That was on you, bro. Wait, 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 wait. Let's also add the fact that when I said, "Hey, JT, you got the last word," you said, "Go ahead, JT." <laughs> <laughs> I thought JT was going to fumble. I said, "Go ahead, bro. Go ahead, and fumble that ball." But oh, it didn't happen. All right, y'all. Hey, right after this, man, we'll get back into Spicy Talk with MVP, JT. Let's see how it goes. All right. <laughs> Here we go. We out. Gang, gang, gang.
Hey, welcome back to the Hello Up. This is your boy Kanye West side, the best side. I got the squad with me, man. You know how we do, bro. So right now, we're gonna get into a little segment we like to call spicy talk, where the teams get together. We got the head honcho, he's gonna go ahead and be the referee of this thing. You know what I'm saying? So my team consists of me, the the the, the goat himself. Oh shoot, who am I who am I team? All right. <laughs> no, hey, I know he was on my team. Well. Yo, the voice in his head was the whole time. He was like, man. All right, y'all. So, uh, so we're going to ask this question. Um, the, the question is really simple, right? Who had the most legendary, or actually, who had the more impressive dynasty? So we're looking at two dynasties, one being the Chicago Bulls, looking at their championship run from 91 to 93, 96 to 98. We got a chance to just relive that, right, with the last dance. And so we're asking about that we haven't seen tom brave's documentary because that brother's still playing um but we know about his championships 2002 2004 2005 15 17 and 19 right and so we're talking about the two we're looking at we're looking at those two franchises right one in the nba one in the nfl which one was more impressive who had the more impressive dynasty the Pats or um the bulls on the bulls side on that team we have will smith um, of the Kansas City Football Chiefs. We have uh, Venora Lewis. We have The Voice. And we have Connie Westside on that team. On the at, at a little bit of a disadvantage, we have... Um, these, Never. No, no, only because of numbers. We have Miles, JT, and Jay Stevens, who held it Squad. down respectively um, over the course of the last few times they were on, you know, on, on a smaller team. We're gonna, actually going to give it off to the smaller team this time to let them kick it off. Uh, we'll kick it off this time with Jay Stevens. Actually, no, we'll kick it off with Miles. Let's oh, go ahead, Jay. I'm on Jay. All right, we'll kick it, it off with, with Jay Stevens. Talk to me, man. He, he Antsy, I like it. The more impressive dynasty. Before I start going, you're going to say, why in the world is Jay picking the Patriots? He has a Colts hat on. Well, every single time we met this squad, not just in a regular season almost, but also in the postseason, they beat us. 2001 champion. I believe it was 2004 champion. I believe it was 2003 champion. I, mean, I believe it was numerous seasons, 12-plus wins, almost the entirety, not just of Brady being there, but also of Belichick being there. And let's not forget, this all started in the mid-'90s, in 96, and they were also in the Super Bowl. And so it was just beginning of the 2000s, and their reign is still going on. Even though Jared Stidham is the quarterback, there is a good shot they could get 11, 12 wins Talk this season because Belichick knows how to get teams to win. He has, he has transitioned through generations. He has transitioned through styles of play. The league has gone to less physical play, which they utilized to win Super Bowls in the early 2000s, and now he's finding a way to still bring rings to New England. Due to the hat, I can't, I can't stand them, but I will respect a great run. The Bulls, good Patriots a lot better. I hear you. I hear you. Let's open up the floor for for JT and Miles. You got a minute. Go ahead, brothers. I'm gonna say this. Listen, in the NBA, if you got one player that can carry the team like Jordan did, it's easy to win a a dynasty. It's easy to win a title. In NFL, every season is an offseason. You got players leaving and coming. So they have to learn how to mesh in the offseason. 17, 16 games is is, it's hard. Go ahead, JT. But they've done it consecutively. Bill Belichick somehow put the pieces together. 
hey, you're a better route runner. I'm going to put you on this segment. You're a better receiver and running, but I'm going to put you in here. And they jailed together. They knew their role. They played it well. We got titles. Six of them at that. I'm out. Go ahead, JT. Talk your stuff, bro. Let's go. Right, look. Hey, guys, There's when not- you hit the timer, you know what it is. Facts. There is not much more that I could say than my wonderful, my wonderful teammates, Jay Steven and JT, has said so beautifully. However, I do want to mention, in 18 seasons as Brady and the Pats were together, they played in 50% of all Super Bowls. 50%. I want to tell you why they're the better dynasty? Because we're still in it. We are, we're still in that dynasty of the New England Patriots. 16-0 season, 28-3 comeback in the Super Bowl. Regular season. That's time. Uh, oh, it's like that. <laughs> it is like that this week. Yes, it's like that this week. Um, guys, and, and hey, honestly, um, awesome. Awesome job. Awesome kickoff, right? Um, great, great job. Great. <laughs> you got your point. We got four, right? You almost lost the points for saying we're still in it because that is over now. But, it is um, not. Oh, yeah, it is. But, um, yeah. but we're, <laughs> we're, at, we're at four points. Four points after that great, great leadoff um, by the past team. Talk to me. Voice, where you at, bro? All right, so I take offense to what JT said regarding the, all one person can carry a team. Did you not just watch The Last Dance? Did you not see how it took the collective to do it? One person cannot carry a team. Now, in the case of the uh, the Patriots, one person has carried the team for the most part, and that's been the cheating system that y'all put in place. That That's, that's why you can move oh all these God. pieces in. I see all you're cheating, you got all the recordings going, you're deflating the balls, you're doing all kinds of stuff. Why would you record the Cincinnati Bengals of all teams? The Bengals? In 2019? Come on. So, yes, the, the, the Bulls definitely had the better run because they were able to do it all together in one period. Three years, Jordan took off, came back three more years versus all the cheating, all the losing. You don't want to hear the name Manning in the Super Bowl. You don't want to hear that. Jay said, mm-hmm. look, my, my <laughs> man couldn't get past. Yeah, he couldn't get past when he was in Indianapolis. When he was with the Broncos, when he was wearing that blue and orange, then all all uh, town could say Omaha, Omaha. I'm I'm gonna leave it. To, I'm gonna leave it to my squad for the rest of. All right, so look, with the, the squad is up. We got one minute on the clock for the squad. Go for it. Yo, I don't need um, I don't need long. I'm gonna make this real quick. How many Super Bowl winning seasons were the Patriots accused of cheating? All of them. And uh, how many seasons did the Bulls cheat? Oh my god. Zero time. So all six rings? Okay. Now, not talk about now. Take away a point for that, Rick. That's a lie. No, man. No, you can't do what, it. You don't lie and get points. Oh, you don't lie and get points. You still got your team to go. I'm, wait, I'm waiting for your squad. Pages only had one, one winning back-to-back season. The Bulls had two three-peats. I mean, mm. come on. There's no comparison. No, You're right. Can you get the rest of your squad? The floor is still the floor, is, the floor is still open. They have like ten seconds though. Well, another Manning also beat the infamous Tom Brady, and that is Eli Manning, and he beat him twice. Right. So that's sixteen and one, the sixteen oh at the buzzard. One giant loss. Buzzard at the buzzard with another point. That's seven points for the Bulls. What are you? T- 
Yeah, what are seven, you talking yeah, about? Seven, seven points? points? They get a point like for that. pointing out a loss? Okay, I see. Points. Jay, I see why we're losing, Jay. I get I it. Rick know. is on the other team. I'm I get not. I'm not. I'm not. That, those, that rant, that, that subpar rant was not worth seven points out. That's Will cool. barely said anything. You gave a point, you gave a point for saying I he lost to Manning. To talk about it. No, That's no, a if, fact. If, if, if the That's way, a fact. It's not a point. No, no, stop it. Stop the Bulls it. Stop won it. fair and square. Stop it. We mentioned earlier. We <laughs> mentioned earlier. Silly. We mentioned earlier. Look, I, I'll explain no, this last point. No, that Rick, let, let him go. Because the more he talks, the less I want to explain this last point. Either fact. Uh, to do anything to overcome it. No, I want to give this point, right? So, Venora, she, okay, Manning was mentioned earlier, right? And she took that point that was mentioned earlier and compounded it by bringing up another man whose Bro. time had suffered losses Bro. to. Oh, a few yeah. times, well, Two. twice at least in the Super Bowl, right? I must have both parades. We're at a disadvantage. So. <laughs> you know what? His statement was factual at the beginning. We're at a disadvantage because of him. Yeah, that's that's not I the case. Get it. That's I not get the it case. Now. Well, I look, that's, that's not gonna help you get any points, Miles. So, um, but uh, I see because they're going to arrest the, the other squad. And the wait, Patriots wait. have been the benefit of bad officiating calls. <laughs> I mean, the Bulls oh can't say they were right, Wait, games. wait, I mean, wait, wait. Hey, look, look. They've don't, had some don't, calls to go hey, their look, way. What would Jordan say in this case? He'd be like, hey, man, don't whine about it. Like, let's let's come back, right? We got seven to four. It's on y'all. Let's let's open it up. Go for it. Okay. Okay. I'm, gonna say this. I'm about to say this. The voice said this. He said something about the Bulls, uh, the patient not being consistent. Take away, take the ball out of Jordan's hand. Do the Bulls still win? Tom Brady got hurt the beginning of the season, and we still went. We still won eleven games. Tell about it. We still won eleven games, so it's it's consistency. The Talk year, about your weak division. The year the, the, Bulls, uh, the, the, way, the, year the Jordan just retired. Got good. The first year Jordan retired, and the Bulls went. Pippen led him to somewhere so so, bro. We have been consistent. We are a ten win plus season team win win team every year. Ain't lost more than six games since two thousand three. Talk about it. We will win 10 plus every year. 2003. Whether it's, whether it's Brady, whether it's, it's Matt Castle, whether it's going to be Jared Stedham. Never had a losing we're season. To, we're going to win Talk 10 plus it. games. And we would have we we got farther into the playoffs, you know what I'm saying, in 08, but you know what I'm saying, some circumstances that we <laughs> lost, you know. I digress. I we digress. All right, let's, <laughs> let's open up the floor. All right, go ahead, rest of the team. Talk them. Miles, go ahead, man. Look, I, I, I get I get where I'm coming from. Mike is Mike is Mike. The Bulls are the Bulls. We're talking about eight years with two years off, so really six compared to twenty. We're talking about a dynasty, not just they were great in the six years that they played or in the eight years, eighteen months that he took off. Over a twenty-year period, we have watched the Patriots dominate the NFL. Go ahead. We're talking about six years, six to seven, six to six to seven years where Mike Mike and the Bulls did their thing. There's no comparison to when you talk about consistency. People talk about LeBron and, and him being consistent. That's what it's all about. The Patriots have done that. Never had a losing season, put up a perfect season, 28-3 in the Super Bowl, played in 50, 50% of the Super Bowls in 18 seasons. Like, I don't know what else you want. Like, Mike was great. When he got there, he was 6-0. and That's great. But over a 20-year period, we were talking about the Patriots every time, every year. Never, I mean, they never had a losing season. And when you compare the two over a 20-year period, it doesn't compare to the seven or eight that, that Mike that's, had. That's time. All right, guys. So we got um, – um, voice, give me two minutes on the clock for you, right? Um, th- because I need to open it up one more time for your side. All right. You guys get the rebuttal now. Let's, let's hear from the Bulls. 
Right now, y'all want the score? Nah, let them please. just go. We don't want to hear it. <laughs> just let them go. Yeah, please. <laughs> go for it. A7 right now. Go for it. That should be a point for us. Go ahead, Will. No. Yeah, I, I was... Will is muted. Will's so. muted. Go ahead, go ahead, Will. We ought to get points just for the mere fact that Miles Austin should be ashamed of himself for having on that Raiders hat and being a Raiders fan and just talking so uplifting about the Patriots. You, got you, should, to. you are not. That is a, that is crazy. <laughs> that is what was Stephen A. say? That's blasphemy. And I can't believe you're talking about <laughs> the Patriots with that Raiders hat on your head. You, you can no longer. It. You can't go into that new. Um, a Rumba Stadium that y'all got that looks like a hockey puck. <laughs> you can't go there because you you were talking about how good the Patriots were, knowing that you all got cheated in the Super Bowl. Your team got cheated. Well, in the AFC Championship game, y'all got cheated with the with the the, the uh when he was trying to pass the ball. The tuck and rule. The Tuck rule. You ought to be ashamed. Hey, can you can you talk about the rule? Hey, 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 hey partner, no, I was just about to bring that up. That, see, they came up with a whole new rule. Called came up with a whole new rule for the Patriots. I tried defending the Bulls. Well, let's see here. Let's see here. Let's see here. Sorry. We're talking I ain't got to talk about the Bulls no the more because the Patriots are the benefit of a horrible division. <laughs> and you got to understand what the, Bull, what the Bulls did. The Bulls the Bulls changed the landscape of how to, how to win a dog game. You know what I'm saying? How to win a, win a season. You know? Uh, now, mm. now, I wouldn't say I wouldn't say the same for, for the Golden State Warriors, but you know, they know how to, you know, how to win a, a crazy season and then, you know, complete it with a championship. Uh, the 72-10 season, you know. Right, I, I, and that's something the that the Patriots could not do. Them cheating uh, undefeated should have lost that game that they stole from the Jets by recording them. When they got to the Super Bowl, they lost. Like I said, you don't want to see any man names, not Peyton and not uh, Eli. Eli. No Mannings. Did you say Peyton? Are you saying? Own, we own Peyton. Uh, yeah. Come on. Talking about the, not in the man. Super Bowl. Wait, say it again. That was defense. That was Peyton. That was defense. JT, say it again. We own Peyton. Not what y'all talking about? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Look, y'all, right now we're at eight to eight. Um, and we got like 10 seconds left, 10, 13 seconds left. Go yes, ahead, Jay. No Jay Stevens, take us home, bro. Can we appreciate what Bill Belichick has done over the past 20 years? How he's been able to cut players at the right time, bring in the right pieces at the right time, and still win games. Jerry Krause, yeah, he had to be the bad people person. He had good, he had good qualities. But do you think Jerry Krause could have done this over a 20-year span with one coach, with one quarterback? I don't think so. Bill Belichick, oh, he's not just the head coach. He's also the GM. Wearing two hats that most guys can't do at all. He does it at a high level. He's always two, three, four, five steps ahead of his opposition, and they have to change rules to stop him because he knows the rule book better than the referees. Thanks. Wow. Shake my hand, sir. Wow. Wow. That's all I got to say. Is that time, voice? It's past time. It's past time. Jay, shake my hand, sir. I want to give Will a chance to talk, but he's muted. Nope, he's muted. Game over. Let me see. Now say the score, Rick. Y'all want to know the score? Say the score, Rick. I, I don't want to say the score. You need to say the score. All right. It'll be like fourteen seven. Make sure you start with. Make sure you start with even at a disadvantage. All right. Um. <laughs> I'll I'll say where the scoring kind of took off, right? So we were at we we're at um eight eight, 
at one point, and we let um, the Jay Stevens rant um, kind of wrap us up, which earned them a point. Um, and so then I was coming back to Will to see where we were uh, with that. Um, but Will was muted at the time, and the voice has called time. We are currently at nine to eight. I feel like you prolonged that because you didn't want to announce that we won, man. He didn't no, 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 no. He don't like us for no, real. Oh, no, man. What? Bro. Come on, Rick. What? He don't like Come us. Come on, Rick. What? Rick. Jay, we gotta be on the team every single time. I, I, mu- I must take my hat off to you, man. That last uh, no bit, woo! I was like, Lord, Jay. no, no. Look, look, honestly, I'm gonna I'm tell you the flaws in the arguments here. So, so for for the pets, um, solid, solid arguments. You you guys lean really hard on the 20 year period, right? Uh, you really lean hard on the timeline and how much the Patriots have dominated during that timeline, while also avoiding how many times they lost in the Super Bowl. So you did. You did that, right? And so you, you talked about that. You also talked about the differences between football and basketball, where, um, you know, it's a smaller roster for one, right? While the other one has a larger roster that you have to kind of bring together and establish a way, which has been established, the Patriot way, has been established over a twenty over a course of 20 years. And so you guys have brought that up. But where you guys got hurt a lot in the argument was the cheating scandals. Right. And so the cheating scandals tarnishes a little bit. It takes away a little bit of the impressiveness of the run. Right. And there's been multiple. There's been the flake gate, the cameras. Right. And the, the Cincinnati Bengals just recently. There's been so many. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't know the camera was on. OK. Right. There's just so much stuff that's happened and so much cheating that has taken place at the same time. Right. It's, it's I think you guys really picked it up towards the end where you talked about um, Bill Belichick. Right. And Bill Belichick in relation to Jerry Krause and how Jerry Krause had a chance to take his dynasty almost, you know, further, actually a lot further, right? It could have been beyond six championships. It could have been eight, nine, who knows, right? But he ended it because he couldn't keep it together for those 20 years. He doesn't know. He didn't know when to stop. Okay. So he he didn't know how to keep it going. And that's the thing. Krause didn't know how to keep what the, the Patriots have been able to keep going for 20 years, right? Mm-hmm. He thought it was time to cut loose of a Jordan, thought it was time to cut loose of a Pippen. He, um, he, he got that wrong. He got that wrong. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, the Patriots um, got it more right. Now, honestly, um, this could be debated for a long time between a lot of people, but what happened here today I thought was amazing. Great job. Um, at a disadvantage, at a disadvantage, the Pat teams, uh, walk walks away with it with a title today. Um, no, Rick, me, I appreciate y'all. Let, let me hear a cheer you. from the Bulls team. Give give them some love, please. We appreciate it. Ooh, 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 ooh. Thank you. That's ooh, quiet. That's what's up. That's what's All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So look, we're gonna uh, we're gonna hop back in. We'll be right back to to wrap up um, this amazing edition, right, of the Huddle Up. We'll be back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in three, two, one. <laughs> All right, y'all. Hey, uh, look, we're going to go ahead and wrap up this week, man. It's been an amazing session of the Huddle Up. So happy to be joined by the whole crew. We're going to go ahead and give our sound dogs. Let's start it off with the MVP, JT. Talk to me, JT. Yo, man, what's up, man? It's your boy, JT, man. So my sound of this week, man, is, is about what's going on in the world, man. I just ask that y'all, you know, just stay prayerful. Uh, read your Bible, you know what I'm saying? If you're going to go out and protest, do it peacefully, you know what I'm saying? It's not about going in and, and bringing in buildings and, you know, burning down places. It's, it's more so of, of getting the injustice and fixing the system, man. So my son, if y'all just stay blessed, man, you know what I'm saying? Look to God, to guide you guys and just keep, you know, stay prayerful, man. Get on your knees and just pray, you know? So that's my sound off. JT, I'm out. 
Thank you, JT. Talk to me. What's that? Hey guys, same here, man. Um, real talk, man. Uh, I just want to let you know, I love all y'all. Um, I love each and every one of the people on this podcast, everybody that work behind the scenes, everything, man. Um, one thing is one thing, though. Rattlers, why are you going to the swag? The swag sucks. <laughs> no one likes the swag. The swag is like like the, I don't know, I don't even, I don't even know what to compare the swag to. Because ain't nothing good come out swag. What, Gremlin? <laughs> what? Maybe. Southern? <laughs> what? <laughs> I mean, come on, man. Tighten up. Stay in the BAC, man. Be <laughs> mid <laughs> Be Mid-American Eastern Conference, man. Love you. Peace. Can't have how often have you guys played for a Super Bowl in front of presidents and stuff like that? Like how how often? Oh, sorry, excuse, like me, excuse me. Uh, excuse me. Excuse no, me. No, no, not. Don't I'm, I'm not asking about that one time in 1955 when y'all got a chance to. I'm asking about how often. Bro, <laughs> how often y'all get a chance to do that? When we talk about the seven, ninety-eight. Well, that was good. That was a good run. But what I'm saying is, how often? Back when Clint was in. Yeah, that's that's mm-hmm. cool. When's the last time Beyonce featured you guys in in her um video? <laughs> hey, I'm hey. just asking these questions because I need to know. Oh, cool, look, cool. We're not gonna argue about it, but I mean, just at the end of the day, what good has come out of Gremlin? I don't know the winningest coach of all time. All right, anyway, so <laughs> let's hey, talk, hey, 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 let's y'all biggest y'all biggest success. y'all biggest success is Aha Gazelle. Be quiet. Uh, and he's a great guy. So what's your problem with Aha? <laughs> he's a great guy. All right, voice, talk to me, man. <laughs> With that being said, I'm feeling supreme. So uh salute to AHA. I hear you. Anyway, last time I sounded off, I talked about the legacy of Phyllis George, but I failed to mention that I was saying that because she passed. Um, so salute to her and her legacy of creating a lane for women in uh, sports media. Someone else also passed recently, and that was the 2003 inductee of the Boxing Hall of Fame, WBC welterweight champ from the mid-60s, Curtis Coates. Uh, died at, I believe, the age of 82, so want to salute him as well. Uh, death and life are a part of the rhythm of our being, and we need to celebrate everyone in all stages. Amen. Jermaine, the voice sounding off. Thank you, sir. All right. First Lady Venora, talk to me, ma'am. I just want you guys to all be safe out there. We are, again, living in a very dangerous time period where there's a lot going on. So please, everybody, be wow. safe out there. If you want to protest, please do it correctly. And just make sure that you just stay blessed out there. I pray for everyone who's been injured by everything that's been going on outside. I pray and I hope that everybody can get home. I pray that each person can leave their home and get back to their home without being any, any consequences happening to them. And also I do pray for some of these cops, those that have lost their way to find their way and Amen. be reprimanded for losing their way. And for those that are just trying to keep order and trying to just even keep our protesters safe. Yeah. I pray for you guys as well. And I hope everyone stays safe and Yes, right. Thank you, Venor. All right, Will Smith, talk to me, brother. Um, man, um, what? Uh, basically, just uh, like everyone's saying, just be in prayer. Um, uh, be in prayer for our nation. Um, 
that we can come up with solutions um, that has evaded us or escaped us for so, so many years. Um, and just an accountability within our positions of authority in government and um, just amongst one another. And to just, man, um, the greatest, the second greatest commandment, love one another, love your neighbor as yourself. And um, let's start from there, man. We got to have these hard conversations with people, take the time to, to educate, educate, you know, uh, the, the, some of the white people who do not understand and, and take the time to have those hard conversations and um, at least try to like, so they can empathize like, yo, like <laughs> this is nothing new. We've been going through this for years and we're, we're just tired and we just, um, let's, let's love one another. And so come up with some solutions versus just, let's not just point out the problems. We know what the problem is and where the issues are. Let's try to find some concrete solutions too. Um, so this doesn't keep happening. Yes, sir. Thank you, Will. Jay, talk to me, Stevens. Jay Stevens here, um, host of the Jay Stevens podcast, uh, one part of the Hard in the Paint crew, the Hard, Hard of Hate podcast. And guys, um, I had released an episode on Monday, or today actually. Um, the title is Be the Change. When we, when we want to see change, I'm not all about talking about it. Social media in my eyes has drowned out the voices that all of us have because everyone feels like they have a voice. And just the simple messages that any of us would put on social media is almost not discredited because, oh, everybody says that. So don't just say it. Don't just talk about it. Be about it and be the change you want to see. If you truly and genuinely want to see change in our country, you be the change. You start with yourself and then other people will follow because they see a change. They see a difference in you. None of us here, we don't hate people. Like, we talk about the stuff that we want to see change. We don't hate each other. We don't hate people. But there are people out there that there's so much hate in their heart. The way to change that is by showing the love in your heart and exhibiting that and showing that, hey, you may look at me and think just because I'm, I'm dark-skinned, I'm different. I'm just like you. But I'm going to be the change that I want to see and hope that, you can, that you'll change as well. Thank you, Stevens. Miles, go ahead, brother. Man, look, you know, I've, as I've seen, uh, you know, the 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 uh, incident that happened a few weeks ago. Uh, I mean, not a few weeks ago, but to Aubrey uh, down here in Georgia, uh, to to Floyd uh, up in Minnesota. I think, um, you know, all my, my my friends here have said it best. Uh, be prayerful. Be prayerful. Uh, it, this is a heart issue. This is it's a sin issue, and it's not going to change without without God being in the middle of it. Um, speaking, speaking of that, um, as we recently lost a, a Bible scholar and true warrior of the gospel, Dr. Ravi Zacharias, mm-hmm. um, I wanted to give uh, my love and my condolences to his family and friends. I know he was a, um, a great influence, not only on, um, you know, I've heard him in numerous music, CHH, um, what he did for the, for the, for the culture, what he did for the kingdom, um, is going to last for generations. And I've gotten into him. Uh, here recently after hearing about his passing um it's it's changing my life day by day man and uh just wanted to give my love and condolences to that to my brothers and sisters out there thinking that protesting is 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 one thing and it's and it's not um if you're going out there to protest let it be peaceful if you're going out there to protest let it be about change let it don't let it not be about looting and destroying i watched a video of a man a black man whose business that he worked for for 30 years got destroyed and he and he lost his mind, yelling at everybody. This is not what this is about. 
if 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 you mad at the white man per se, quote unquote, like destroying black businesses isn't the way to go about it. So um I I I pray that my brothers and sisters be peaceful, be prayerful, and um, you know, vengeance is the Lord's. Yeah. Man, and look, I'll I'll just wrap up and say I, I understand completely why you're not peaceful. So if, if people are out there and they haven't been peaceful, they've been flipping over some stuff and burning up some stuff. I understand why you're doing that. It's pain, it's hurt, it's anguish, and it's really tough to figure out how to channel that. How to channel that towards change. Because you you because of the system, because of what's been happening, you feel at times hopeless. And that's that's the biggest issue. That's a bigger issue than anything feel hopeless, weak, and, and powerless to make a change, to figure out how to change. Even if I'm, even if I'm normal and I'm being in, in my way, I am being okay. Even if I'm doing that, right? doesn't matter. I can still be targeted. I can still be stopped. I mean, it, I think for, for me, it's always a ignorant conversation to have. I think this is the dumbest thing that um, human race could ever have to talk about, right? Why am I different from you because of the color of my skin? Why am I treated different for you because of the color of my skin? Whoever's on the other side of that argument, if I'm saying I should be treated equally to you, if you're on the other side of the argument, you're an idiot. It doesn't make sense. It just simply doesn't make sense. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, I know why all the stuff is happening. Colin Kaepernick took a knee um, a few years ago, and honestly, everybody didn't stand with him. We didn't know because we didn't like the way it was going about doing it, right? But honestly, if, if America would have paid attention or listened to him while he was taking that knee, and, and there were changes happening during that time, then I don't think we would be here where we are right now. But that yeah. first warning shot wasn't fully paid attention to. Even though it was paid attention to, I'm sorry, it was paid attention to. And you did make a big fuss about it, but you changed nothing. And actually, yeah. after all the riots, there still has been no policy changes. There's been Facts. some cameras. Facts. Cameras have been added, right? And, but it only gives us more insight to the stuff that's still happening. My question is, who are the people in power are going to stand up and make a change, yeah. like actually change stuff. And we're not just talking to be talking. We're not marching to be marching. Right. We want to see something change. People are hurt. People are in pain, man. Yeah. And what they want to see is change. And so um, I do think an apology needs to be issued out to Colin Kaepernick. I do think he needs to be offered a job. I do think all that stuff needs to change. Right. That's, that's an absolute fact. Um, what I want to see is the people who are in power. I want to see them step up say talk up say step up talk up and actually yeah. make some real changes that you know that actually have us not being here five years from now or five months from now with another hashtag right. another march and another riot all right y'all hey this is mtmv sports look i love y'all thank y'all so much for joining us hey look there's so much more content coming out there's a bunch of interviews that 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 are happening uh, we just dropped an uh, interview with the heart and the paint podcast they're doing their thing man um you can go on our um you can go on actually anywhere you can find podcasts you can check us out we're dropping nice. stuff daily you can check the v report out right that's dropping all the time the v? main card is dropping all the time right uh, we got the jay stevens podcast dropping twice a week right coming soon this campus connect we that, yeah, that's yeah. coming um yeah, we have see. so much stuff coming on red and bowl um podcast yeah, i know that'll be coming i know the off season kind of probably is um you know causing a hiatus but that's things coming back soon it's just so much stuff popping off on on our um network man yes, we have sir. great interviews weekly so you want to check us out and we got something cool coming too. We got another cool interview coming up. I'm look, look, Who's look, that look. Creeping in my window. Look, it's it's something dope. I'm just I'm, I ain't gonna. It's coming. It's dope. <laughs> and look, I don't. I can't even really advertise it, but I can just tell y'all. Check it out. It's something's it's coming. It's so subscribe fire. today if you can. It's gonna be fire. All right, y'all. 
And look, honestly, we rarely get it. Anyway, I don't want to buzz it up too much. All right, y'all. God bless y'all. Thank y'all. We appreciate you. We out. I don't do the most, but I do a lot. I'm going to make a toast because we still alive. No big. I feel like Pac. I shoot a shot. I'm coming in hot. This is Andrew Brown with the North Florida Tigers prep program, and you are listening to me on MTMV. Support the podcast whenever you can, listen as much as you can, and share as much as you can.